0: Greetings and welcome to Vedic Mythology, Music and Mantras. I'm Ben Collins. This week we continue our look at the Rishi Agastya, his contributions to Rig Veda, and then we consider how using modern astronomy we can determine just when he was alive. This podcast is presented by Pujanet, e-u-j-a dot your Vedic resource on the net, where you will find a new Lakshmi section. Look for the link on the front page, and these selections will be downloadable for a while, and then will be moved off into our audio library. When I was first doing the research for part one of this series on Agastya, I came across a research paper that was written by K.D. Abhyankar and published in the journal Current Science, volume 89 of December 2005. In his article, Mr. Abhyankar, who is an astrophysicist, uses modern astronomical techniques to narrow down the actual dates during which the Rishi Agastya was walking around here on Earth. It was a fascinating article, and I'm summarizing his work in our podcast today because I find the intersection of spirituality and science particularly fascinating. The star associated with Agastya is called, in the west, Canopus, and it was first visible for the first time when Agastya crossed the Vindhya Mountains from the northern Sanskrit civilization into the southern Tamil civilization around 4,000 to 5000 BC. As we saw in the first podcast, the story is that there was a time when the Vindhya Mountains were jealous of the Himalayas, and were becoming higher and higher. and People became worried that the path of the sun would be obstructed, and so Shiva approached Agastya, who was the guru to the mountains, and asked him for some help. So Agastya went to the mountain, who bowed down before him as a student does properly before his guru, and Agastya told him to stay that way until he returned, although he never did, and thus the Vindhya mountains now are quite low. So Mr. Abhyankar considered that if the epic story is true, then it would be possible to determine when that might have actually taken place. The star Canopus is called Agastya in India, and it's the second brightest star in the sky, it lies close to the ecliptic South Pole at minus 76 degrees. So what this means is that as the Earth rotates on its axis over long periods of time, it wobbles, and this makes the stars appear to very slowly change their position in the sky. Now this motion is very well understood and in astrology accounts for the differences between Western astrology and Eastern Jyotish, the tropical and the sidereal zodiacs. You can learn all about this in some detail in episode 13 of Jyotish Conversations. So, it would be very easy for an astronomer to calculate exactly when a star would have been visible, and for Canopus or Agastya, it would seem that the star would not have been visible in any part of India, prior to 10,000 years B.C. At about that time, the star would have been visible in the very south of India and would have been first become visible in Chennai at around 8,500 years B.C., Hyderabad at 7,200 uh, years B.C., and the Vindhya region it in about 5,200 B.C., and then in uh, Delhi around 3,100 B.C. So before 5,000 years BC, the star would not have been visible north of the Vindya Mountains. So if Agastya was the first to cross to the south of these mountains, it would have been the first to see this star, and one can imagine that it being such a bright star it would have made quite an impression on a culture that was far more connected with the natural world and already knowledgeable about astrology and therefore astronomy in some form. Since he was acknowledged as the first to see it by tra- traveling past the Vindya mountains, it makes sense that his name would be attached to the star, as was the custom in those times. What we now think of as the Big Bear constellation is, in the Vedic tradition, the seven Rishis, and what we see is the cluster of stars called the Pleiades are called the Kritikas, the wives of the seven Rishis and mothers to Subramanyam, Shiva's son. The purpose of mythology, aside from the entertaining value of these great stories, is to connect us with cultural traditions, spiritual values, and the universe at large. Who can resist looking up at the night sky and recalling all these stories and telling them to our children or companions? So there may indeed be some origin, in fact, to connect the story of Augustia and the kneeling of the mountains to the natural phenomenon of a new star appearing in the sky, which would, of course, made it look like the mountains were becoming smaller. Another part of the story of Agastya is that he gave the gift of the Kaveri River and the Tamil language to the people of southern India, thus linking the Aryan culture north of the Vindhya mountains and the Dravidian culture south of the mountains. Contemporary science holds that the movement of the Dravidians was because the Aryans Invaded North India and drove them the south. But his research shows that there were significant geological and climatic changes taking place at that time, and that the Saraswati river, river simply dried up and so people moved away. And recent satellite photos show the course of the Saraswati River from the Himalayas to the Arabian Sea. So it would seem that Rishi Agastya may have been the first. To establish contact between the north and the south in a manner similar to that of King Menes of Egypt, who first united the north and south of that land, or even like Marco Polo, who brought knowledge of the Far East back to Europe and thus changed Western history. Of course, it's ironic to note that Augusta got the second brightest star in the sky named after him, and poor Marco Polo only got a swimming pool game. But that may be the difference between the fate of a Rishi and that of a traitor. In the history of Tamil Nadu, there were periodic assemblies of Tamil scholars and poets called Sangams, which took place during the rule of the 49th, the 59th, and the 89th kings of the Pandya dynasty, the first of which was supposed to have been organized by Agastya and was patronized by the 49th king and the last Sangam took place at the beginning of the Christian era. So the dates of the Pandya dynasty in Tamil Nadu are very well known and established, and so as logic goes, if you assume roughly 20 years per ruler, that puts Agastya's epoch at around 4,000 years BC, right about the same time as was derived from the astronomical evidence. The stories also tell us that Agastya lived at the time of Rama, who preceded the Mahabharata war by a couple thousand years. It is interesting to note that at the time of the Mahabharata, it can be determined using the date of Bhishma's death, as it is recorded very specifically in the text of the Mahabharata. In the story, it's said that Bhishma, one of the main characters of the Mahabharata, died on a day in which the moon was in Maga constellation, or Nakshatra, And it was the eighth day of the bright lunar month. It is also noted that this was the day of the winter solstice, or the season called Uttarayana. At the present time, this eighth day of the bright cycle in Uttarayana occurs between the 20th of January and the 20th of February, which differs from the date of the winter solstice, the 22nd of December, by 29 to 60 days. Now, this difference slowly, slowly built up over time, and it's caused by the wobble of the Earth on its axis, or also known as the precession of the Earth's a- uh, axis, around the poles in a retrograde or backward motion that takes a total of 25,725 years to complete. So, if you do the calculations, it would take 2,060 to 4,260 years to produce a shift of 29 to 60 days. And thus the date of Bhishma's death, and consequently using this method, the date of the Mahabharata war, would be between 1200 and 2200 BC. And it's widely accepted that the story of the Ramayana took place about 2,000 years before the Mahabharata war. So going 2,000 years back from there, we get 4,000 to 5,000 BC, or the time of Agastya, which match matches the date that we arrived at astronomically. So what of Agastya as a Rishi? In the last podcast we saw that he was the author of the Lalita Sahasranam, the thousand names of the Divine Mother in her most beautiful and playful form, as well as the Aditya Hridayam, a mantra for the sun that was used by Rama to defeat Ravana. He is also the seer credited with verses 136 through 190 of the book of the Rigveda, of the first book of the Rigveda, so let's take a quick look at what his cognitions might have been like. The beginning of this section speaks of the greatness of warriors with very colorful descriptions such as O brave heroes, in your manly arms are many good things, on your chests are golden plates. On your shoulders are brilliant ornaments, sharp are the edges of your weapons. These heroes wear various decorations, as birds with multicolored wings. Then Augustya prays to the Divine for blessings, in a way that I think lets us know that life back then must have been pretty nice. There's a happiness in his words and a closeness to nature that is reflected in these verses. It may well have been a time without much technology, but there seems to be no lack of inspiration or understanding. O resplendent Lord, the source of gravitational forces, you know a thousand ways of protecting us. You have a thousand types of nutritious nourishment. May all of these be ours. You have besides these a thousand varieties of exhilarating wealth and thousands of cattle. May all of these be given to us. Let us, who are the dearest friends of the resplendent Lord, glorify Him today. Let us glorify Him tomorrow in our struggles of life. Let us praise Him for our good in future days as of old, so that the Supreme Lord may ever be favorable to us among men. Then there's a very long uh, section that praises in great detail the clouds, the wind, lightning, and rain, as the ultimate sources of happiness and prosperity. The river's cry cry aloud lie thunderbolts in tune with the roar of the clouds, but the lightning smiles upon the earth beneath them, when the cloud-bearing rains sprinkle water on the earth. The lord of the cosmos brings forth the glittering army of the quick-moving, cloud-bearing winds to fight out the mighty battle. The joint efforts of these cloud-winds soon make them realize that the desired food could be produced. O cloud-bearing winds, this praise is for you. This sacred hymn is for you, which is sung by the venerable poet, capable of conferring delight by his laudations. May this praise reach you for the good of your people, so that we may thence obtain food, strength, and long life. So that's just a taste of Agastya Rishi's verses from the Rig Veda. They're so interesting that we're going to stop here, and I'm going to devote the next podcast to all of his work in the Rig Veda. It's a lot of fun, and the next section, verse 170, is a conversation between the frustrated self and the inner conscience. It's wonderfully perceptive and rather amusing as well. For chanting this week, we're going to begin with the sun, because we began with some astronomy. The selection is the Surya Suprabhatam, a song Sun at Sunrise to welcome the dawn and the rising sun. Then we're going to listen to two short selections for Lalita. First is the Lalita Shauna Pratana, Pratana means prayer, and then the very nicely melodic Lalita Pratasmaranam. And that'll be all for this week. Thanks very much for listening. We'll see you next time.
1: Sri Jodhir Hanagan, Brahman, Prada, Sandhya, Prabhatta, Uttish Tamuishad, Lula, Gatam, Yamdevaman, Nikam, Uttish Tatta, Sri Jodhir, Uttish Tagarusava, Uttish Guru. Sri Vijayaka Jnakaradam Bhagulakta Sankhya Sandhaya Nishita Janamada Mata Samastha Bhagavanakshita Janma Bhajan सर्व रक्षक श्री करुणाकर शक्ति युक्त त्वद् भक्त कष्ट तव ओम सदा Kirtanti Santara Sapuri Tanitsarojah, Sri Jyotiri Sasatatam, Dhamma Subrahatam, Bhakti Bharitat Tava Padme, Svesham Sri Ram Sri Nithaya Dhammukhya Bhakdei, Kirtanti Dhammrajadasa Sadayam Brazila, Sri Jyotiri Karpurahara dividaya parasuranya ayantisattva ravadattava zevaratam shijo divisha tusumani kaleshudruttva iftantivakti dharita tava supravadam shijo divisha karunana ya faktalota chintamanevita tadibya gunalabhaya surjana di papa SANTAR PITAR CHIVITATE TAVASU PRAHATAM SHIJYODHIRASHRAMA NIVASA SUDHIJANAUKASAMRACHADAM SATATATPARAVAYUKTA PADDIVYA PADAKAMARODAKAPAYINASTE BHAKTA STHITASTA NUVAYAL NAVASU PRAHATAM BHAKTA LINITYA KRTAKANARASAM NIŞAMYAH SANTUSHTA VÁNVASISATYAMIDAMCHA VEKTUM BHAKTA LINITYA KRTAKANARASAM NIŞAMYAH पद्ना लरा सुजन तल जबम शतत्र संस्तौ दिस गुरु विगोत सुप्रभादं ओमा बुद्धि संदृश्य से गृमित संशय भक्त चेताः भक्तालिरस्ति Paddarjane nidaram sukhamet yagake samstautitavaka gunal mahaniyate jaha shri jo dirisha bhagavanta vasubrahatam sampoor namotcha vada vigrahana yajogi samdhas charantitavapada yukamswarantaha kamyar chasidhira da bhakta janobavantam indodhine vasaditatta vasubrahatam Nyanai kavetya maravaddhara yoga jalin, tadhyana ridhi mahimana manaratancha, nyayam prata sunasancha samyate, sambadhate cha bhagavanta vasuprabhatam, nishtha karishtha mahimala site mukhecha,
0: kantim niriksha sa sampramayukta jetaha,
1: yogi sa samsthiti bhavam, uttestabhasya suradim tava suprabhadam shri yogi varya karuna jal vandita padambuja yukmateh shri jyotirashrama nivasa bhajanti bhaktaah swamin praseeda sahasa tava suprabhadam samsara sagara ditee rushadhasramet sujñana bodha saranim kāmyāṭhakaḥ sujana-samhati-rapyanantam bhajyādhikamcha-tahade tava-suprabhātam sujñāna-rūpa-subhi-sikṣita-yoga-vidyahaktā-limāna-sapayoruha-mitrateva vedānta-sāna-puta-sevita-pāda-patma śrīt-jodhiti-sapakavantava-suprabhātam cahara yoga dura Suryana Kandiyuta Nirmala Sundarang, Tishtatyasau Sujana Samhateratra Bhakya, Shri Chodiri Sabha Gavan Tava Suprabhatam, Patpada Dholi Manisham Sushiras Sudhatva, Bhaktaastu Vanditava Nirmala Divya Gettim, Esham Khrishtakaranaya Dayaka Sindho, Uttishtha Sadgu Nakane Tava Suprabhatam. Nanumya kutene manamana sahakta pala Sanmaksha padhati vidarsha kavaibu Shri jo dirisha karunaka rachitva rupa satatam tava suprapatam Aditya jubhakiranali sukulla padmaihi Yukta su nirmala jalaisa gita sarasya Rajantipasya tayathaga tadarsha nena Krishna Priya Ivamibho Tava Bhogascha Yoga Manisham Kurude Tri Lokke Yagascha Yoga Madhikam Satam Karoti Lokke Sapadhati Dhyam Vidhadeti Bhaktum Uttishtha Sadguna Nide Tava Subrahatam Sampurna Yoga Madhikam Tanude Jananam Dhyatva Sadhanasi Yoga Mahina Buddha Vyātva-gatham-vrajati-tattva-vasīti-lakṣyam Nñātum janosti-bhagavantava-suprabhātam Snānam-cakattu-mihate-du-jalaprabhorna-vātra-nihastaka-valeshu-nidhāya-dāryah Iṣṭhanti-chātra-tavapāda-yudhuṁ smarantyah Śrīt-jyotirīṣa-bhagavantava-suprabhātam Kshīna-vrishekat-ranāya-suphakta-varyahā Shiraṁ idhāya kramaniya jhadeśu pūrṇam, kiththandisaṁ smṛti maharna vatāraṇeya jñānaar janāya chavibhautava suprahaṁ.
0: Sindhūrāvna igrahaṁ krānyanaṁ maṇipya
1: maulis purat, tarāṇāyaka shekharaṁ svita mukhiṁ api navakṣo Anidyam Malikurna Ratna Chashakam Rakta Palambibratim Songyam Ratna Arunam Karunam Rangitakshin Dritapajam
0: Kujapushpavanajavan
1: भवानी Vyayet Padma Sanastam Vikasita Vadana Padma Patrayatakshim Hema Abham Pita Vastram Karakalita Lassad Hema Padmaam Parangim Sarvala Nankara Yukkam samandha hasitekshanaam shasharacha vapaashaam pushaam asaijajana mohini maruna maalya mushaambara jabha kusuma basuram jabavidho smaredam shiva devate nava nava nandini guru krama puraskrute sharira shadanga parivarite Kaitayesa Pushpanjali Gukhyadri Gukhyadoktritam Guranas Patkratam Japam Siddhir Bhavato Medevi Kutprasadam Mayasthira Aparadha Sahasrani Kriyante Harnisham Mayah Daso Yamitimam Matvakshamasva Parameshwari आवाहनं न जानामि न पूजा विधिं anya जानामि क्षमस्व परमेश्वरि नास्ति Virah Narca Vimam Prithya Prasida Parameshwari Yadakshara Padabhraktam Matra Hinam Duyadhabe Tatsarvamsham Yadam Devi Narayaninamostute Visargabindu Matra Ni Padapadakshara Nicham Sri Lalita Pratasmaranam Pratasmaramila Litavadana Ravindaram Bimba Dharam Prithalamokti Kasho Binasam Akam Nadidhana Janam Manekunda
0: prātan bhajāmi
1: lalitā buja kalpa valī ratnānghuve yala sadangu lipallavāḍya māṇikya hēma valayāṅga daśōbhamanā puṇrēkṣu Bhaktesh kadana ni ratam bhavasimthu pautam Padma sanati suranaya kapudaniyam Padma angushadvajat sudarsana lanjana pratastuve Pratastube parashivam lalitam bhavali Triyanta vedya vi bhavam Vishwasya Sritti Vilayasthi Dikhetu Bhutam Vithyeshwarindi Gamavan Manasati Dhuram Pratar Bhadamila Liteta
0: Kameshwari Kamaleti Maheshwari
1: Shrisham Bhavidi Jagatam Janani Pareti Bhagde bhate ti vachasa tri pureshvari. Yeshla kapancha vikaya saupha jyatam sola litam patati prabhate. Tasmaidhatati la litajahitip prasamna. Nityam vimala sauphyam anandagirtim.